Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Season 2 of the Pat and JT Podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. Come on. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Right. Um, let's start off this episode with some uh, new segment called Vindication for Pat. Uh-oh. From our texting at 402-403-9478. <laughs> New segment. Well, every once in a while, that, that damn blind squirrel. Right? I was actually, <laughs> and that's actually a nice tie into our sponsor. Uh, this segment is brought to you by Blind Squirrels. <laughs> uh, this is a text from Sarah. It says, I was listening to episode 677, and towards the end, I did hear Pat echo. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> So it's are not you, just me. Are you me. laying awake at night on this? You're laying awake at I'm, night. I'm no, I well, I you know, I I tend to forget things pretty easily. So like I don't think about it until I get into a situation where I start echoing again, and then I hear it again, and then I hear Sarah, and then it fires me up, and but so it's not just me. So now we're convinced there is an echo. Yeah, there is. I sent you that. Do you uh, hear it right now? No. no. Yes, yeah. I do. I, I swear to God, I do. I swear. <laughs> So right now, if anybody's listening, I want you to scroll back 15 seconds and listen to that little echo. I'm okay. not hearing it, but okay. 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 Could be. Yeah. Oh, my God. See, I just heard that. that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Sarah and I, that's fine. We're, Sarah and I are vibing. It's fine. Okay, that's good. That's good. Uh, big day. I think it was on this date. This was just put out. Yeah, it was just put out this morning, 25 years ago. The 1997 snowstorm, that's the one that shut down, that, that canceled Halloween, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It said the snowstorm, and it shows there's a map on here of the snowstorm rolling in October 25th and 26th. And we were looking at about 16 inches of snow and 16 to 20 inches of snow out around the, I'll say, Hastings, Grand Island, Kearney, Tri-Cities area. Um, some of the measurements, Lincoln had about 14 inches at the time. I think they did Yeah. They overall 14 inches clay center, 23 inches of snow, two feet, man. Um, but that was when they won I think, didn't they cancel Halloween more than once too? Wasn't it? Was it two times that we had to cancel Halloween? I don't remember. I don't, I don't I remember here when it happened. What's that? I wasn't living in Omaha Lincoln area. I was in central Nebraska. Yeah. I don't remember. And I remember the snowstorm cause I remember, all of the 90s, for God's sake, there were some bad snowstorms. Um, I always, it seems like it always rained first as you were rolling into some really bad weather, and then that all froze. And so you had this layer of ice underneath mm-hmm. the snow for a while, because then it was in the deep freeze for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was bad. I remember, I remember that, that storm because that was, I had just moved down to um, a hooker apartment. So I was downtown on 25th and Harney and, and I 
so I didn't really do any Halloween stuff because I was like 24. Because <laughs> that whatever. was every day. <laughs> right, right. Uh, yeah, so then I remember I had to walk Church to Street. work. I walked from 25th Street to 10th Street to go to work because I couldn't get to work because we were down on 10th Street at the time. Um, but that night I noticed that uh, I don't care how deep the snow was, does not stop a hooker because they were out there still. I mean, the original trick-or-treaters, right? Tre- yeah, that's right. Yep. And it's not tr- it's trick and treat. It's not trick or treat. Oh, that's right. That's right. You're right. No, that's, <laughs> hey, the mail's got to get delivered, dude. That's right. <laughs> yep. Postal workers and hookers. That's right. Can't, can't not do it. Can't not do it. That's right. Um, but no, I remember those, those really bad storms. I remember, um, gosh, I'm trying to think like early, mid nineties, there was a, a, another one that I remember going to a Halloween party everybody dressed up in their halloween costumes a big costume contest at night and trying to walk across the parking lot to get into the bar and it was <laughs> a shit show it was so it was terrible nobody should have been out driving nobody let alone going to a bar right and god forbid somebody spin out get in an accident and then you have batman robin perry mason <laughs> all laying in the ditch a big banana Giant hot dog. IDing people is a nightmare. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sir, can you please take off your helmet and boots, please, so we can process you? Yeah. So I remember, yeah, there and, and the ice storms were so much ice ends up on the trees and the trees were falling, branches were falling, uh, hanging so low. You know, it's just, I don't remember that. And it doesn't seem like it's happening. It doesn't happen like that anymore. And then here we are now, you know, it's, beautiful this week that was something Uh, a huge change when i moved to tulsa because they didn't have a lot of snow but they had ice and ice was awful my first winter in tulsa um everybody said oh man we don't get a lot of snow but the ice is awful thinking what i mean come on ice is awful oh first snow quarter of inch ice and i remember a bus sliding sideways down whatever street a main street in tulsa it's taking out two or three cars and they're like yeah see told you it's just it's awful I wonder if it's still the same way because I know it, Nebraska was that way in central Nebraska and, and here, obviously, because it, but I remember those terrible ice storms, but it just seems like it's all, it all kind of shifted, but it wasn't that way growing up. Growing up, it was like a ton of snow. Yeah. Just a ton of snow. At least it seemed that way. Maybe it's because I was shorter. I don't know when I was a little kid, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> but it sure seemed like a lot of snow. <laughs> um, and then also remember late storms too, because I remember moving on April 15th of one year, and this would have been in the 90s, and there was a huge snowstorm, and we had to move that day. That was just, that was the day. It was a freaking blizzard trying to get through, I don't know how much snow, trying to get to the house to get unloaded with the truck full of crap. Yeah. But you had no choice because, I'm oh, sorry, you got to be out of your house. And right. Other, so people, you, are, other people own it now. So, <laughs> so no matter what, you got to get that U-Haul up the hill. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Crazy. So anywho, yeah, so there's to that 25th anniversary. Um, let's see here. What else said? Oh, there was a story that came out the other day. And I, you may have seen it, but it was the headline was convertible reported stolen in 1992 found buried in the backyard of a California mansion. And the story says that so now 30 years after this this car was reported stolen in Northern California, and they found it in this backyard. And the guy who had owned the house during the time that it was buried passed away just a few years ago. 
And this ho- the house then, of course, has been sold since. It was a Mercedes-Benz convertible. And when they, un- I don't know why, how they discovered it, landscapers or something like that. There was something going on in the backyard because like there's a tennis court adjacent and uh, it's like a $15 million mansion. And they were doing some work in the backyard and that's when they came across something in the ground, discovered it was a car. And so they call the authorities to come in because they're also wondering if there's going to be a person in it. But the car was buried with the top down and loaded with bags of unused cement, cement, you know, just bags of cement was thrown into the car. Why? It's not like they were trying to sink it into the water. Weird. Um, and then they popped the trunk, more bags of cement. That's um, super weird. Yeah, no person, even though they said that they, they did bring the dogs out and they alerted, but they said that could be a numer- it could be numerous things that make them alert, um, not necessarily always a person. And somebody had, had mentioned that there was a missing person in the L.A. area and that that ended up being an episode on a TV show like FBI Files or something like that about a white convertible not being found and she was a college student in the L.A. area. Um, But anyway, she came up missing and then they couldn't find her car and it ended up on Unsolved Mysteries as well. Somebody else has has linked to that. Um, But so at this point, they're still trying to figure out the connection. Now, the guy that used to own the house, he had been... And the neighbors, it was really funny when they were talking to some of the neighbors because the neighbors knew, you know, it's like one of those, well, he's just a nice guy. He kept to them, kept to himself. Every time I talked to him, he seemed, you know, you know, the typical. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. It's either the I typical, no he, kept, he kept to himself. He was super nice or something happened like, oh my gosh, he was the nicest person, most giving person. You never, nobody ever says that guy was a total dick. No, they I'm, never do. I'm glad he got hit by a car because he was a jerk. They never say that. It's always like, oh, he's amazing. But so if if there, it's unfortunate because every best person in the world dies, or the most amazing thing, the quietest people ever keep to themselves. They are their best people ever. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy. And so the neighbors were all like in shock when they were being approached by reporters because then the reporters kind of filled them in on this guy that used to live next door to him. And people would walk by the mansion all the time, you know. And but that was that that neighborhood was all that they were all affluent. Uh, but this guy had been charged with the murder of his ex-girlfriend years before had been convicted of attempted murder years before. And that was their neighbor. They didn't know about his history. Oh, like he was truly a bad guy and he had other connections like mob like connections as, as well. Well, that whole thing, burying the car with the cement has mob written all over it. Who you want to say, who does that? Just thinking that you can get away with it. But, well, it's been 30 years, you know, Um, then I think about the guy we were just talking about, the guy who put the uh, the fake skeleton in the in the cupboard Mm -hmm. in the house. So when they remodel the kitchen, they're all going to find this fake skeleton. So I'm wondering, okay, maybe they just buried the car to be funny. Right. Well, like burying it in the the ground is so random. It's like the chances of that ground being dug up. I don't know. Eventually, somebody's going to take down that island in the kitchen and find that skeleton. But like digging a hole and putting a car in it. Six feet deep. Over about six feet deep. I mean, it it took some digging to Hmm. find it because typically you wouldn't go that deep. 
And it was on the side of the hill off of the, the tennis court. If you look at the, cause they had some overhead pictures of course drones. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the only way the neighbors ever get to see what's in the backyard of their neighbor's house. And they could see where they were digging it up. And there you see the beginnings of the front fenders of the car kind of peeking out from under the dirt. And you're like, Oh my God, that's so, so creepy. Creepy. But no person. Yeah. That's kind Super of, creepy. So this could be a, hopefully they'll do a follow-up episode somewhere on something. So we can find out what exactly happened. Yeah. Um, but a fun story. I don't know. Interesting. So that's that's kind of like what I got. I don't know what else to tell. Oh, I know one thing I was going to say, too. There's there's a TV show since we're in the Halloween week. And I know we're going to have Andy on on Friday. Um, so if there's any Halloween stories out there you want to share, feel free to leave us a voicemail. Yeah, I do. Tell us the stories. Um, but there's a TV show. Did I tell you? I told you about this. It's on. I say it's on Roku. I think it's yeah. on the Roku channel. So that that's kind of specific. But it's called 50 States of Fright. And I don't know if it's available anywhere else. Season one does not have Nebraska in it. I think we talked about that yesterday, didn't we? I don't remember. I've, we didn't I've, talk about it on the episode. Oh, we didn't? Okay. Uh-uh. I just... Yeah, that's, it. that's a great idea for a show. It is. And it's um, it's not necessarily the most well-known crime. It's like the creepiest. Maybe sometimes people don't really talk about it type of crimes. And they have one for each state. So the first season, they did they had Iowa. And it was pretty bad. It was pretty creepy. Um, but some of them are most, mostly they're paranormal type. Just crimes. unexplained, not necessarily death, murder, death, whatever, but unexplained stuff. Yeah, there's there's some really good stuff. And then there's another show on too. Was it 28 Days? 28 Days Haunted? Haunted? 28 Days to be Haunted or something like that. But, um, oh God, what is the name of that that series? of scary movies and i can't say the name of it oh that's gonna drive me crazy it's a true story it's the 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 woman who is the psychic and she would go into the homes to help people and they had the doll oh insidious oh okay so the insidious series so that woman and her husband created this theory that it takes 28 days to get through the veil between life and the afterlife right so they put that to the test if you get a chance, it's really good. It's really good. So they had three teams of ghost hunters and 28 days in these locations that they put them in. And it's really good. If you like that kind of stuff, I, this is a great I love that stuff. You. We watched, um, yeah. I don't know if we talked about this already, The Watcher or whatever. Um, we talked about it briefly. Just that I, I was like, watch it because it's good. Yeah, I, we did. We watched it this weekend and it's a total dry hump. It's based on a true story. Does that not get it, you it, at it, all? It, Okay, so it's good. I liked it. It's really good. The uh, the what I agree with people. The way it ended was not good. Like it was, it was so weird. That's, it was like, why did you ended. even need to? The last half of that last episode is like, you don't even need that. Like, why did you do all that other stuff? That's stupid. Like, it's <laughs> it's dumb. <laughs> did you like the cast? I did. I liked the cast. I liked the. I liked it, and it was like the psychological part of it and the the creepy part of it. But it's like I don't like. I don't know. This is stupid, stupid, but this is how I feel. This is my truth. I like, I like things that are based on true stories. I like true stories, but I don't like it. True stories, but the people didn't give them permission to say the exact number of kids and where they exactly live and this and that's like, well, then that's not a true, they gave you an idea. And you're running with it. So I want to know what's true, what's not. Well, that didn't happen. They were never in the house. They would did, but this is all this happened. It's like, I just, at the very beginning, I didn't know it was based on a true story. So I was just getting a kick out of the fact that I'm watching Stifler's mom mm-hmm. in a movie and realizing. And she was the and, director. 
And what's that? And she was the director. Yes. And Stifler's mom. What's her real name? I can't say her real name. Uh, Jennifer or something. Jennifer Lawrence. Coolidge. Coolidge. Yeah, there we go. Um, but Naomi Watts. She's good. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it is, it's just an interest. I liked it, but yes, I see what you're saying. You wanted more creative license with the true story so it could have a little more flair. Well, I just wanted, I, I actually, less flair. Like, I would rather, I'd rather see more of what really happened than, than <laughs> like, if they're like, if you're in the director's meeting or whatever, and these people, whoever they are, they say, well, we're to let you use our story, but you can't do this, this, this. I would say, well, then forget it. I'll just write my own story you know like why 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 do that if they can't use all the information for the story because they got more press and, and literally now they're the people are complaining that live in that house because people are driving by that house yeah now people know which house they're talking about and they know because they they were right they, they did tell the truth about where it is and what house it is the neighborhood it's in that's all true and so people are now driving by that house because they're wondering if there's actually tunnels that connect all these homes together yeah, which there should be if it's based on a true story. If they if they made up the tunnel and they made up, then it's not it's it's based on fantasy. If the tunnel's not true, then it's I think not the tunnel's true. It has to be true. I, I think the tunnel's true, and and especially back on the East Coast, I I think specific, Yes, I absolutely believe that the tunnels are true. Yeah, but yeah, it's still good stuff. That's funny. Just Dry gets, Just gets me fired up. And <laughs> I Pat in Omaha. I remember. <laughs> Variety magazine says amazing. Third app media, total dry hump. <laughs> but it was good. Like it was interesting, and we were excited to get up Saturday morning to watch the remaining two episodes. Even going into the, I'd heard that it's kind of a a popcorn fart the end of it. But I'm like, it's like if you like Lost, you're gonna feel the same way at the end of Lost, like you did at the end of Lost. So I'm like, I went into it knowing I probably wasn't gonna be overly satisfied. But, but it was good. that's like it's like a lot of dates right <laughs> you still go yeah speaking, speaking of dry hump yeah centrus says thanks for that that's right um <laughs> so centrus federal credit union yes they are our partners and they're they're the reason we keep doing this they're they're the last part of the reason i don't know i want to thank them for being along with us and uh joining us every friday morning always fun to see liz pop in or any of the gang from Centris, if you get a chance to join us on the Facebook Live on Friday. But they are our partners through 2022. And uh, here we are in the fourth quarter. Can't can't believe it. Back in January, didn't know if we'd make it. Right, exactly. <laughs> but they've been fantastic. So check them out online or give them a call. CentrisFCU.org is the website or 402-334-7000. Um, thank you guys for listening. And don't, if you want to watch the movie, watch the show. Don't don't say, say it's a dry hump. You can still watch it. You might enjoy it. Some people like dry humps. Um, thank you guys for listening to our podcast. Pat and JT Podcast. Huda Media Production.